A good dinner of Shabbos, everybody. Today we're learning Shaftim Parak Tesvav. In today's Parak, we're going to continue the story of Shimshain. We're going to see Shimshain is going to come back. He's going to try to marry his wife, come back to his wife. And the father is going to say that he gave her away to somebody else. Shimshain is going to get very angry. Shimshain is going to destroy some of the property. Plishtim are going to get mad. We'll see. This is going to be where Shimshain is going to take his revenge against the Plishtim. He's going to kill a thousand Plishtim. And the parak is going to end that Shimshain was the Shafin and Klyasal for 20 years. So let's start from the beginning of the parak. Parak is above. Pasuk Aleph, Ahim Yamim, Meik Tzir Chitim, Vayifkei Shimshain is Ishtei Bigdei Izim. So Shimshain comes back and he sends a present to his wife. He sends nice clothing to his wife. Vayemer Avayal Ishti Ha'chajavlein Veloi Nisani Aviyalavai. And Shimshain wants to come back to his wife, the woman that he married. And the father, his father-in-law doesn't let him come. Vayemer Aviyalemer Martiki, Sonei Sinesa, Vetnena Lemeriacha. So the father of this woman that Shimshain married turns to Shimshain and he says, I gave away your wife because I understood that you hated her. So I let her marry somebody else. Uh, ha. But the father says, So the father says, Don't worry, even though I gave away your wife to somebody else to marry somebody else. However, she has a younger sister, your sister in law. Your younger sister in law is much better. Take her as a wife, we'll be much happier with her. So Shimshan says, Now I can do, I can enact revenge against the Plishtim. I don't have to feel bad for what I'm going to do because they did a terrible thing to me. So Shimshan goes and he gathers 300 foxes. So Shimshain ties the tails of each one of these foxes together. And he places a torch between each one of the two tails. You have the have two foxes attached together by their tails, and he placed a flame on the tails as well. And he lights the fire, he lights these flames, and he sends the fox running to the fields of the Plishtim. And it ended up destroying, ruining all the fields of the Plishtim, which the mom points out. That's where the parak started up by saying, that it was a time make It was a time where everything was fully grown. That specifically made it at the time that the grain was fully ripe. The grain was already grown in the field, and therefore Shimshain really enacted a lot of destruction with his action with his sending the foxes. So the Plishtim wanted to know who exactly caused such destruction, who burnt down our fields. So they responded that it was Shimshin. Shimshin did it because his father-in-law gave away his wife to somebody else. So the Plishtim come along and they burn Shimshin's father-in-law and Shimshin's wife. They burn them in fire. So Shimshin now responds to him and he says, If you would have come to me beforehand and when my father-in-law did this terrible thing by giving away my wife and you would have said something, you would have stood up for what's right. So now I understand. However, the fact that you didn't come along, you didn't say anything when my father-in-law did this terrible thing, gave away my wife, you didn't say anything. Now you're getting upset. Now I'm going to take revenge for what you have done. Shimshin hits them on their thigh. A tremendous blow by Yerveish with Sif Sala Etam, and now Shimshin runs away, hides in the cliffs. By Alaplishim Yachim Yuda, the Plishim go up and they camp in Yuda by Nachivalachi, and they camp out. They spread on this place called Lachav Yerveish Yuda Lama Alisim Alenus. Now the people in Yuda turn to the Plishim. They say, "Why did you come to us?" By Yerveish Lasser Shimshin Alenus Lasser Slay Kasher Asel Lanus. The Plishim say, "We came to take Shimshin back. Shimshin ruined all of our properties. We came to." Punish him for what he did. So the three thousand men go down to Shimshin. They say, "What have you done to us?" The Plishtim came. They came to take you away. So Shimshin said, "All I did was I responded to them. I I took revenge. They did something bad to me. So I took revenge against them." Again, the Mefarshim discuss is that is that something which is mutter to do? The person is supposed to take to come. The Mefarshim discuss exactly what was what Shimshin did, what he did over here. 
Pelishtim. So the people say, We came to take you, to give you over to Pelishtim. He shovel, he pent, if you're going to be eight times. So Shimshin just says, I want you to make a shvua that you are not going to do anything to me. You're just going to hand me over. You're not going to hurt me. So they respond, Yes, we're not going to hurt you. We're not going to kill you. So they tie up Shimshin. They tie him up with these two ropes and they carry him out. They bring him to the Pelishtim. So the Pushtim go out to greet Shimshain, to capture Shimshain, to take him away. And a Ruach Hashem comes upon Shimshain, which again explains based on the Targum, that Shimshain gets this tremendous spirit of Kayach, he feels very strong. That the string, the rope which was tied around his hands, all of a sudden just burnt, it was as if it burnt away. It was as if Shimshin was able to just pull it off, rip it away, and Shimshin was now free. And now Shimshin finds the jawbone of a donkey. And Shimshin takes the jawbone of this donkey and he kills a thousand people with this bone. And Shimshin says, Wow, with this bone I was able to kill so many people. With this just jawbone of a donkey, I was able to kill. A thousand people. It was after Shimshin finished speaking. He, threw, he throws away this bone. And he calls his place. And Shimshin becomes very thirsty. He turns to Hashem and he says, Says Shimshin, he performed this great nature for me. I was able to kill a thousand people and now I'm going to die of thirst. And you're going to give me over in the hands of the Plishtim. The people don't have Brismila. Splits open this job. And water comes out from this bone. And Shimshin drinks the water. And his spirit comes back. And he lives. So he calls this place. The place the water came out. That's what its name is up until this day. Shimshin was the Shafet for 20 years. At this point, he ruled over Klaus over 20 years in the times of the Plishtim. A few quick insights of the park. Going back to the beginning of the park. The Mepharshim discuss how exactly was Shimshin allowed to come back to his wife if Shimshin's wife was now married to somebody else. How could Shimshin marry his wife? So that's an interesting child that Mepharshim discuss. One of the suggestions, Arena Tisakaz, based on Tysus and being of Ksubis, that it could be that a woman who is boiled a non Jew doesn't ask her on the husband. That's one suggestion, and possibly number two, he wants to suggest that it could be that Shimshin's wife didn't actually have Biyot. Shimshin wasn't sure, and therefore in a situation of Safi, it could be his mother. If you take a look at the Asherah Kaddish, the Asherah speaks out Mephurish, that Shimshin's wife, she never actually married a second person. The father just gave her over to this person. She never actually had Biyot. And that would explain why Shimshin was allowed to come back to his wife. Moving on, the parak described how in the beginning of the parak, Shimshin takes these foxes and he puts fire on their tails. He puts these flames in their tails and he sends them to burn the fields. And the question is, seemingly what happened was that the foxes went and burned the fields and it seems that the foxes also would die a brutal death through fire burnt up in the tremendous inferno that they brought by bringing the flames to the field. So the question is, is that something which is mutter? What about the issue, the Isser of Tzar Balachayim? So this is actually a very interesting Shaila which was addressed in the Sefer Chalkas Yaakim and Shubas, Chayshim Mishpat, Simen Lamadal, the Chalkas Yaakim was Rabbi Yaakim So in the Shaila over there, he's dealing with the issue of Tzar Balachayim. He's discussing what is the halacha with experimentation on animals? Are we allowed to do medical experiments on animals? Are we allowed to do different types of experiments on animals? Is that mutter or not? So he brings in the tshuva that someone wanted to suggest that we have a raya from the psikkim over here that the isser of tzav doesn't apply if it's letzarech adam because you see Shimshin over here took these foxes and he sent them to their deaths because he was trying to get revenge against the plishim. So you see that Shimshin was using them with letzarech for, for a specific purpose and therefore was an issue of tzav So Chalkaz Yaakov over there in the tshuva says this is not necessarily right because it could be Shimshin felt this, this wasn't Mechamet's mitzvah and Mechamet's mitzvah the regular halachas of tzav and other halachas halachas of even and other types of halachas get pushed, pushed aside. So therefore it says, we don't necessarily have a riot from 
Sikkim over here, whether the Tzarev Lachayim applies when it's a Tzarev Adam. Again, fascinating discussion up to contemporary Paiskim is Manazah, when exactly Tzarev Lachayim is Mutter, when it's Aser. But either way, the Paiskim do point out that the Isser of Tzarev Lachayim does point us very strongly in the direction that a person has to feel compassion has to be sensitive to all HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creations, to everything which Hashem created in this world. Have a wonderful day.